0: So, guys, I have a question for you. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! (laughs) Yes! Yes! Rohit Raju, do you, buddy? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Essential Wrestling Podcast. This is episode 16, or as some people might call it, EWP 2000. Uh, This is the episode where there actually was not one single singles match, one-on-one contest, that entire WrestleMania card, tag team matches, triple threats, fatal 4 ways, And at the very end, the most important thing, right up top there, it says that April 2nd, 2000, at the Anaheim Arrowhead Pond, Triple H became the first ever heel in WrestleMania history to defend the WWF Championship in the main event. That's my guy. My name uh, is Earl Carl. Like I said, welcome to the Essential Wrestling Podcast, episode 16. Uh, with us, as always, our senior NXT correspondent who killed it with TakeOver this week, John Smith. How you doing, John?
1: Good, man. Thatcher let me down, but uh, my most exciting part of the weekend was uh, purchasing my Brody Lee t-shirt. <laughs>
0: And we will get into Brody Lee. John DeConney, the first ever PWB champion, the living legend. How are things tonight, my friend?
2: Good, good. Always glad to be along for the ride, Al.
0: Always glad to have you, John. And let me tell you what, guys. We had a jam-packed show. There was a lot that went on in the past week. We're going to try to hit on many things as we possibly can, including as I just showed the picture of Rohit Raju, shocked the world at Emergence. Jeff Hardy shocked the world on SmackDown. Brody Lee, as John Smith just said, shocked the world on Saturday Night Dynamite. Plus, we had two new champions crowned at TakeOver, and we had two former champions regain their titles at SummerSlam. Eight new champions crowned overall, where there was a title change on every single show that we cover here. We're going to main event the show by making our picks for Emergence Night 2, which is too big for one night, Mm. Um, as well as Payback, uh, WWE going back-to-back weekends with pay-per-views. I don't remember that ever happening before. Um, And all that is brought to you by ProWrestlingPick'Em.com. Play against your friends. Play against the universe. Thanks. Um, And as I said, we had a little bit of a technical difficulty issue over the weekend ProWrestlingPick'em.com, my new daily game, my new daily Pick'em game has now been launched. See if you can remember the result from pay-per-views from the past. I believe yesterday was day one. It was Canadian Stampede of all the shows. I smiled when that show popped up in the uh, randomizer. Uh, In Your House, Canadian Stampede from July 1997, where Bret Hart and his Hart Foundation went into Calgary and beat Steve Austin, Ahmed Johnson, Goldust, and the Legion of Doom, if I remember correctly. I believe those are the five that they fought against. Uh, But we're going to curtain – oh, I'm sorry. uh, You're going to be seeing graphics, again, all show long, uh, for this week's upcoming matches, created by our friends at MinutetoBellTime.com, in which Ryan Joy will join us later. We actually – with everything that's been going on, we have a huge weekend in New Japan. Uh, We're going to discuss that. But we're going to curtain-jerk the show – The guy's initials are RR.
1: The Big Dog.
0: No, no, it's not the Big Dog Rohit Raju. We're going to hold off Rohit till later. But, John Smith, you got it. The Big Dog, Roman Reigns. He came back. He came home. Your thoughts, John Smith, on Roman Reigns' return, wreck everything, and leave at SummerSlam?
1: You know what? Somehow, nobody saw that coming. And, like, how is that possible when he is just – he's McMahon's boy? Like, it just totally went over our heads somehow. I mean, I didn't see one prediction online that it would, that Roman Reigns would show up. Didn't hear his name at all. I was very surprised to see it. I, li- I don't like that he took the steam out of Bray Wyatt's win, but, you know, him celebrating is not what we're there for. Him winning was what we are there for, so – I'm I'm happy about Roman coming back, and um, I just hope that it, that he doesn't you know go ahead and squash the champ right away.
0: Yeah, and we'll get into that uh, uh, a little later on in the show, as there is a triple threat match that will be officially signed on Friday on SmackDown for payback. Uh, but John DeConi, if Roman Reigns was going to come back, these are the two guys he hates most, not named Absolutely. Brock Lesnar in WWE. His rivalries with Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman are both very well documented.
2: Yeah, yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun to watch them all uh, just beat the hell out of each other this coming weekend. And I would imagine, you know, in some form, uh, it may may not be all three at once, but, you know, then they'll pair off and probably do it again down the line a couple times. And, uh, you know, uh, you got to appreciate a guy in Roman who uh, has his merch made up before he even makes the – moment that the merch is based off of and he got to pay you as new choppers. I mean what are we? Do you think that's what what should my
0: shirt be? Well
1: you're gonna wreck everything you leave
0: so <laughs> <laughs> um so we, again we will uh we will get into Roman Reigns a little bit later. There's a lot of stuff on SummerSlam uh that we will get into later as they leak into backlash or raw or uh not leaking into SmackDown that would be impossible. You can't really go backwards in time. Um, but Drew McIntyre, uh, defeated Randy Orton to retain the WWE championship. John DeConney, um, both guys missed their finishers and then McIntyre, uh, he got the roll up win here. Uh, I did see some comments in the WWE universe. They didn't want to see that ending.
2: Yeah, it was, it was very, it was very weird to see, uh, neither guy hit their finisher and uh, finish a WWE title match with a backslide, but hey, clearly this isn't over. So uh, I guess we, we get, you know, there's plenty of time for multiple Claymores and uh, RKOs in the coming weeks. And yeah,
0: uh, John Smith, did you have a problem with this? And like I said, I know it leaked into Raw. We, uh, we will get into it because somebody came to McIntyre's in. Your, your, your guy, uh, one of your guys from your shows. now he's called up. But we'll get into Keith Lean in a little bit.
1: Yeah, I um, I w- I didn't mind that he won, that McIntyre won. I just don't like the finish, but um, you know, I guess like like John DeConi said, it's just you know going to keep going. But I would have liked to see at you know the biggest show of the year, second biggest show of the year, you know, a clean finish for a championship match, like a like a real like a decisive finish for for the championship matches, you know.
0: Yeah, and Drew Macker came out, uh, Drew McIntyre came out on Raw last night. You know, I guess there was the hidden message uh, with with the finish to this, you know, he out wrestled the guy that's been walking around for the past month saying he's the greatest wrestler of all time because he won the greatest wrestling match of all time. I don't remember him being in the AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan match, so I don't know uh in <laughs> the Intercontinental Tournament final. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I guess, you know we'll go forward with them again we will mention uh, their names in a little bit later on down the line uh for our payback sh- uh segment um dominic Mysterio did okay john smith yeah uh
1: i mean he was able to hold the match i you know i i wasn't like oh man look how green this guy is you know i wasn't overly impressed with him either but you know he can stay he can stay we'll see how it goes
0: yeah, he, he he's young. Is that that was his first ever match on a very big stage, but it's the stage he's seen before, obviously as we documented on Saturday. Um a curb stomp two curb stomps, right? I don't know if it was one or two in front of his mother and his handcuffed father. Um that had to pull I, as as a parent, I, you know, I had stepkids and that that got me a little bit, but uh John the county. How do you feel how this, how listen, uh,
2: how all this ended? Uh, you know what? Uh, I said right here in my notes, the first thing I said was, all right, Dominic didn't embarrass himself. But uh, I think even more evident the next night uh, in, the t- in the tag team match was that there are, I mean, he clearly needs a little bit of work. He needs some time, maybe off TV, go down to NXT, work some dark matches, whatever, get his timing down. Because there are, there are moments where it looks like he's moving in slow motion. Anticipating his positioning and whatnot, but he put. A, I mean, look, I'm going to give the guy credit. He hit a late Russian leg sweep off the second turn buckle through a table. I'm going to nod my cap for that. So,
0: yeah, I I, I can't imagine him doing any better with his age, with his experience. I thought Seth did a great job, you know, bringing Ray, uh, Ray's wife into it, bringing Angie into it. I thought that was a nice little added touch. Funny meme I saw on the internet when they were walking into the building. It's like they were taking Dominic to, uh, for his first day of school. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, overall, it was good to go. Said Seth Rollins got the win. Uh, it said that leaked over into Monday night onto Raw. And uh, it said we will get into that as well. Uh, it said we have a lot to cover. Uh, we're going to fast forward some stuff right now. Uh, Bailey defeated Asuka to retain the SmackDown Women's Championship when Sasha kind of took a bullet for her. Got, uh, got hit with the hip attack, and then Bailey got the roll-up win. But then later on that night, when the rules when the options were reversed, Bailey decides to move out of the way, and then Oscar defeats Sasha back to become the Raw Women's Championship. Uh, the Raw Women's Champion again. Uh, I believe this is her second time now, right? The other time was her first. That was the one that she was missing. So uh, we will get into Bailey and Sasha um, in our payback segment. Uh, the Street Profits also retained the Raw uh, the Raw Tag Team Championship montez ford you're not fooling anybody that was twisted bliss get your own moves <laughs> <laughs> don't try to no not gonna get that one past me uh Andy rose defeated sony the veil my little uh ploy which i thought was a ploy from mr mcmahon and sony did not work out uh sony is now forced to leave wwe um she's a jersey girl she is one of my jersey girls uh sonia best of luck with everything get through this and we want to see you back in the ring as soon as possible and uh this is a loser leaves wwe john smith you're gonna hit the nail on the head saturday that says nothing about nxt um she will shine down there uh that would be a really fun thing to see so uh do your thing sonia we will be waiting anxiously for your return And then Apollo Crews once again dropped to the kickoff show, defeated MVP, Squeaky Clean, uh, to retain MVP's United States Championship. Uh, He's got a match coming up at payback, so we will uh, get into that a little bit deeper later on in the show. John Smith, you've been saying three words habitually since Saturday night.
1: Fall and pray. Go for it, buddy. Uh, I mean, there's really not much to say. It it went exactly how I thought it would for a few months now, or ever since Keith Lee won the title. But, um, you know, the match itself, you know, when I watched it, after watching the other four matches that were so action-packed and so well done, and this one kind of slowed down the pace, I kind of wasn't into it. I thought maybe it was – you know, a lackluster match, but I actually watched it again and, you know, cross working on that arm the whole time. It was it was a very psychological match. Um, you know, maybe you shouldn't have had the, the beer bottle in my hand so much when I was watching it the first time. But I digress. OK, because
0: we had fun. It's what we do it take takeover. Yeah. So that's
1: why I watched it again, and you know, I, I really think it was a solid match. You know, nothing nothing I'm gonna watch again in the future, but the way it went should have went, I believe, because I think Keith Lee belongs elsewhere.
0: Yeah, John DeConi. Now, Karen Cross hit uh, that side suplex. It has a name for it. I I couldn't remember what it was. Um, he hit it on Lee early in the match. Lee kicked out. I remember them making a big deal out of it, but then he hit it off the the middle turnbuckle. Keith Lee was draped over the top rope, and that's what put Keith Lee away. Uh, you're not going to make Keith Lee give up. So the cross jacket, um, I don't believe, uh, was an option right now. So um, what do you think of the finish? What do you think of our new champion? And I said he kind of got dinged up a little bit.
2: Yeah, yeah, he certainly did. Yeah, the uh, the doomsday Saito uh, was uh, the finisher there. And, uh, yeah, it, it was real close. I thought for a second there we were going to have you know, Keith Lee. He never tapped, but he went to sleep. But uh, yeah, he, he hulked up a little bit, got that hand shaking, got back up off the canvas just in time to get another Doomsday Saito. And uh, it was a good, you know, it was it was exactly what you expected from, like, okay, you expect a little bit more from Keith Lee because he is such a freak when it comes to his uh, athleticism. But it's exactly what you expected out of a big Haas match because two big fellas beating the hell out of each other and, uh, you know, Entertaining as could be, and I, I agree with uh, John Smith. I went back and watched it again just so I can try and figure out where uh, the shoulder injury happened, and I was more impressed with it the second time than I was the first time.
0: Yeah, I thought, like I guess that from what I did see, I guess he landed wrong after getting a clothesline from Keith Lee. You see, he went for it right away. Uh, yeah. It was right at the end of the match, which I think is good. He didn't really have to suffer uh, too much with it, but two things pointing out with that I thought it was. He got Lee pretty hard with a running clothesline. He bounced off Warrior like, and I thought maybe that's where he got it from, but it wasn't. Um, but the thing is, you know, I don't. I remember Finn Balor did this too. He, when Finn Balor separated his shoulder, he held the belt up with the banged up shoulder when he won the Universal title. Karen Cross did it too. It took him a second. He's like, boom, and he got the belt up with his right hand. So uh, that was a good sign. I know Finn Balor's out for a while. Um, I don't know. I believe. Uh, hopefully, Karen, maybe we'll find out a medical update tomorrow night. I know they had an exclusive um, after takeover just showing him in the trainer's room. And somebody was – I don't know if it was Kayla or somebody was giving a report of what was going on. And he did have a separated shoulder. Um,
2: Romeo. Kind of, kind of,
0: yeah, you just kind of see his collarbone sticking out. Um, the North American Championship Ladder Match, John Smith, is that we watched it together and uh, – <laughs> There was about seven different times we thought that match was over. Kudos no. to the production team on the camera angles. Not you know that was good. That was fun.
1: Absolutely. They I I really thought Grimes was winning it when after he after he got thrown out and we were like oh Grimes is done he's definitely not back in it after yeah. that and then he comes back in I was like oh Grimes definitely winning it and he doesn't even win it then. You no, know, I'm I'm happy Priest won because I you know. Because of my pick, but I wanted, you know, in my heart for Cameron Grimes to win. But either way, it works. Uh, Cameron Grimes is going straight to the moon, baby. Either way, so.
0: Yeah, Grimes is going to shine. Bronson Reed, I hope, shines too, because John the McConaughey, can you please display your action figure of the yes. tribute that Bronson Reed oh. displayed? There it is, from <laughs> Asbury
2: Park, New Jersey. He's from Asbury <laughs> Park, baby. Yeah, yeah, I, I absolutely, absolutely love that outfit on uh, Bronson Reed. And I absolutely love the fact that he found a way to hit that spot with Candace LeRae on his back without breaking her jaw. Wow, yeah. there were yeah. there were a couple of high spots in this match that, whoo, you know, it all started with that, uh, that pile up in the corner where I, I was worried that, you know, not so much that I love uh, Priest, but I had him, you know. Points, points were on the line. Yeah. And when he went to do that avalanche splash in the corner there and I could see Priest's head was in the wrong spot and he was about to get his bell rung by that ladder, So, oh, please don't let him be, you know, walking around in a fog for the rest of the match. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, there were a couple of spots like that. The uh, Gargano cartwheel power bomb of Grimes onto the bridge ladder. Uh, uh, they just did a fantastic job. That, yeah, that was... That was one of the better – that was one of the most
0: hard-hitting car crash-ish-like ladder match. That was a lot of fun. Happy everyone made it out safe. Like I said, specifically Candice LeRae. In between her jaw and the back, it just looks like her head got sandwiched between <laughs> Bronson Reed and, and the mat. And that was – thank God she's okay. Um, and like I said, you know, to the winner go the spoils. A picture of Damien Priest in a hot tub with two women in the championship belt with Triple H pointing at him. That was their celebration <laughs> photo. Well done, Damien Priest. Well done. And uh, just like Dom Mysterio, Pat McAfee made his professional wrestling debut. John Smith, and just like Dom Mysterio, Pat McAfee did not disappoint at all. I think he probably shined even more than Dominic did. Absolutely. Debut of
1: the weekend.
0: Um, the
1: I, I was expecting him to, to do well because... I listened to to him a lot, and I I could tell that he's probably been doing this, you know, on the down low for a little while, and training and whatnot. But I didn't expect him to be as good as he was, and as athletic as he was when he yeah. when he brought Lesnar himself to the top rope just with one yeah. box jump. That was incredible, you know. Like you know, you see these moonsaults, the guys landing on their feet all the time. You don't see that all the
2: time.
0: Now, now he's John the Cut. He's pretty athletic for a punter. I was I just gonna to say, you know,
2: here. yeah, yeah. I, you hear this all the time, especially if you're uh, a big uh, fantasy guy. Uh, you'll hear people, you know, say punters are people too, and <laughs> I apparently punters are athletes too because that definitely impressed. Me. Yeah, I knew there was going to be a moment. There was going to be something that he probably practiced for the last month and a half to nail one big spot, but then you know he climbed to the top, uh, to the top, and uh, did a tumbling. Uh, sent on to the outside. Now he had 12 people to catch him, so that was a nice, easy landing, but yeah. you know, he made it look good, and then like you said, he had the, the Brock hop to the top row. I mean, I was totally impressed. He stuck the landing on the, the moonsault.
0: Good stuff. Yeah, so now I believe the NFL, I, it might just, this, this is off the top of my head here. 0-3, I uh, got the Refrigerator Perry and all his guys in the Wrestlemania 2 Battle Royal. That lost loss to Andre, uh, no, Lawrence Taylor won. So one and two. Yeah. Lawrence Taylor beat Bam Bam. And now uh, Pat McAfee tried to get the NFL, uh, the, the series lead. Uh, couldn't get it done. Adam Cole with the Panama Sunrise for the win. Um, and then two other matches we'll just briefly go over. Io Shirai defended the NXT Women's title, defeated Dakota Kai. I mean, great match. Great take uh, takeover style match. Uh, Dakota, again, proved she belonged. Wish you could get into this more detailed uh, they, w- they were jumping uh, EO after the match. Rio Ripley came in, had a stare down with Raquel Gonzalez. Uh, that was pretty cool. And then uh, Finn Bauer defeated uh, Timothy Thatcher uh, to extend his record to now 12 wins and uh, take over history. He's now 12-1, and one, the all-time leader. Uh, he got the coup de grace, followed by the 1916 for the win on Thatcher. So this is where that lands us. In NXT in our standings. Like I said, John Smith killed it. John the Connie killed it. Ryan did okay. Uh, like I said, John Smith, he got the extra points. He got Keith Lee correct when John the Connie only got the Finn Balor. It was a four point swing right there. Um, I stumbled, John Smith's on my tails now. Uh and this Wednesday night, the only thing that they promoted, and it's a honey, and that's Daddy's coming home. Daddy is coming home. We are excited. Tommaso Ciampa will be on Wednesday night uh, on NXT. We've missed him. He hasn't been doing anything. I believe it was a carrying cross attack after their takeover match that uh, that had sidelined him. I guess I don't know. I, I don't remember the story. It's, it's been a couple months though. It's been at least you know three months and i kind of was hoping that they would circle back around uh if croc did win the title circle back around to samasu chomper uh this past friday on smackdown the show started with the the debut of thunderdome vince mcmahon thunderdome in the ring the Fiends came out and john john smith i know you mentioned it on saturday I, I think that was pretty cool if you're gonna start with one entrance to you know show off the thunderdome uh, the Fiend is a good way to do it. I believe it was the first time The Fiend's music has been played on any type of Raw SmackDown or anything non-paper-viewish. Normally, you no, know, he just kind of just shows up when the lights are out. Uh, then Retribution, then Braun Strowman came out. Then Retribution shows up. Waves bye-bye. They jump Braun Strowman. SmackDown locker room comes out. And during all this melee, AJ Styles <laughs> kicks Jeff Hardy in the back of the leg. Um, and kept Jeff Hardy in the trainer's room, John, the Connie up until their match.
2: Yeah, it was, it was a a brilliant move and, uh, yeah, it didn't wind up paying off in the end because that, that super duper steel brace that, you know, Steve Austin wrestled with almost his entire career, but apparently was deadly on this evening. Yeah, he got uh,
0: AJ Styles went for the Styles Clash I a mule kick. Can we call it that? He just kind of swung his leg back. Uh, John Smith, followed by the twist of fate, followed by a swanton, and we have a new champion. And for the first time, I don't how long. It was 20 years since his first title. You know that. 20 years since he won his first title. I forget who he beat for that one.
1: Yeah, I don't remember who he beat for that one.
0: Yeah, it wasn't Triple H. Oh, it was Triple H, yes. <laughs> it was. It was
1: yeah i was i wasn't happy with the ending of this match but it was kind of you can kind of see it coming after the the beginning of the show when he when he when when they do something like that it always goes the other way you know and i was very disappointed with the ending but it was a very good match
0: i i was just hoping like is this the delay that we're finally gonna get to get the intercontinental championship on pay-per-view and, and that's when I mean. all of a sudden he's like, he gets the knee breaks, kind of half hopping around. I'm like, ah, oh, crap. Maybe not <sighs> oh, well, I guess one can wish, right? Um, also, in that night, another match that did not make SummerSlam was for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship, where Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura defended against the Lucha House Party. Um, Cesaro uh, reversed a Hurricane Rana for a win. Uh, Kalismo got a little upset. Uh, he started pushing and shoving with Lindsay Dorado and Grand Matalik at the end. There's some distension in the Lusa House Party within one week of Kalisto's return. So it's going to be interesting to see where they go with that uh, going forward. Yeah, I'd
1: like to see a heel turn. I'd like to care about them.
0: <laughs> uh, let's see what we got. And then last night on Raw I'll put our Raw on them. There we go. We're gonna go back to Diamond Ray Mysterio and how the show ended. They had a match with Rollins and Murphy. And I kinda wanna bring this up because now this is looking kind of suspicious, and I'm kinda hoping that this might be the direction where retribution is going. First of all, John the county you're kind of smiling there. There was a lot less of them on Monday night.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, there there were uh there was a little rumble about Miz. Uh, after SmackDown, you know, hanging out to watch the Morrison match and not helping everybody else in the background. But then seeing Rollins's S. Eaton grin at the top of the ramp at the end of uh, the broadcast I immediately put that into my head. Thought, oh, maybe he's got a little something to do with this.
0: Yeah, they – I don't know if he's the ringleader, but the, the word I want to use is, use is yet – Because the one thing that, you know, the thing is if Seth Rollins is going to do this uh, Jesus Christ gimmick, this Monday Night Messiah, um, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ had 12 disciples. Rollins right now only has one. So I'm kind of thinking if he can get John Smith, just a, a group of people that doesn't look like they have a leader or one's just not announced yet.
1: I hate that idea. I didn't think about that idea. I hate that idea. I don't want to see that idea. Uh, the, the, the more Seth Rollins is not good. Uh, I, there's a reason they had to turn him heel. But
0: uh, <laughs> Okay, okay just right, right, right. Right. we're Seth was. I was just hoping he was just laughing the fact that both Mysterios got beat up pretty bad. Um. Going back to SummerSlam, the re- Retribution, did they not work on Sundays? I mean, they kind of made a joke that AJ Styles doesn't work on Sundays. Retribution had the day off? Like, where
2: were they? It was very nice of them to give uh, the WWE, you know, the, their platform. Yeah. Like, <laughs> why, why, why would you want to make hay on the second biggest day of the, you know, the calendar year?
0: Um, going fast forward, we, we'll, we'll stop on one of these. Um, Montez Ford defeated Angel Garza we'll fast forward to that because he hit another twisted with her victory um, Ivar and the Demi Burnett situation again every week she's getting lured in by these turkey legs which is all fine and good but then it hit me last night and god if you remember the name I think I remember who Demi Burnett reminds me of anyone remember Ryan Shamrock Yes. <laughs> I don't um, know, be like, Why is she reminding me something? And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, my God, that, that could be Ryan Shamrock. I know it's not Ryan Shamrock, but that was a very similar situation where she's just there, you know, getting hit on by every guy in sight and going with with five different directions. You know, one week she's with Angelo, one week she's with Angel, and then she's getting lured in with turkey legs. And <laughs> I don't know, just observation, Ryan Shamrock returns. Ryan Shamrock 2020, right? Nice. Um, Bianca Bel- Belair and the right squad defeated Zelina Vega and the Iconics. Bianca Belair, uh, Belair hit the KOD on Zelina. And again, Zelina, it wasn't, it was a very quick match. It wasn't like a long drawn out, like their one-on-one contest was, but again, Zelina and Bianca just have a nice little chemistry going, Where Zelina just really makes Bianca look tough. She looks great, sells everything. Everything just looks absolutely perfect when no two wrestle. Um, We'll stop here. We won't fast over this one. I think we're doing pretty good on time right now. So we'll, we'll stop and talk about a fatal four-way for the 24-7 championship. As this was, like I said, there was a title change on every show. This was Raw's. <laughs> Shelton Benjamin couldn't win this match, John Degani?
2: If I remember correctly, wasn't he outside during the pinfall? He somehow wound up outside tangling with uh, maybe Cedric Benjamin when our uh, truth Got rolled up by uh Tozawa after
0: uh Yeah, there was there was there was involved. Was... Power. <laughs> I I <laughs> you can't he can't be okay, said one thing. Truth, okay. Like you you like, this like, oh my god. John Smith, anything you want to comment on this? This I mean it's it's fun. I love the four of these guys, don't get me wrong, but like Shelton's gotta win one of these matches, right?
1: Yeah, I I I would like to see Shelton away from this unless he's going to make it a legit title cuz it's too much of a comic act still at the moment. Um I don't I don't like them making a match in the ring with the 24/7 championship anyway. Uh I mean, is it Falls count anywhere when they do that? I don't think so, right? I think the rules are suspended when uh between from bell to bell. Right. So it's not even like a hardcore match or anything where it, as it would be in the backstage. I don't know. It's just I'd like to keep it backstage. I'd like to have them just, like, chasing each other around, but more legit.
0: Okay. Um, Everything else that happened on Raw will spill over into our payback segment, which will main event this show. And presented by ProWrestlingPick'em.com. Play against your friends. Play against the universe. And play our new daily Pick'em game. Thank you for the thumbs up, John McConnie. I saw it. Uh, play our new daily game I won't give away uh, what show it was today uh, But I do believe it was 1997 again I'll give that Ryan Joy just chimed in that he wants Brock Lesnar to be a 24-7 champ That belt would be retired real quick if he, they, I ain't no going <laughs> after him That'd be funny as hell though, though. Um,
1: Everybody just bouncing off of him While he walks down the street
0: <laughs> <laughs> It would be quite comical it would be quite comical uh, John Smith. What? We're gonna lead to. We're gonna lead you right now. We're gonna go to Saturday Night Dynamite. Um, I know that everything that happened in this match lasted longer than three minutes and nine seconds. But for those three minutes and nine seconds, I believe it was three oh nine or three oh nine or three oh three. That what Ryan told us the match was. First, let's just say 2020 right now. Is that the best three minutes of 2020 for you right now? Because that was just a complete and utter domination by Brody Lee over Cody.
1: Yeah, that was, um, I mean, not quite John Cena versus Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam, but it was it was as close to a beatdown as you could get to that, and I loved every second of it. Um, like I said before, I bought my Brody Lee shirt, and uh, I'm going to wear it next time I have it. And I can't wait because I hate Cody Rhodes, and I'm so happy he doesn't have the title. And maybe he won't be on TV this week. We can hope.
0: <laughs> they, uh, yeah, Dynamite this week is actually on Thursday night, again getting bounced for the NBA playoffs. Um, John DeConte, and then everything afterwards, Brody didn't stop there. He was yelling at Shivani, which I'm all for. I don't have a problem with that. But uh, Jumping Cody was on a stretcher, and then, like I said, the, the one part... I smug. The entire dark order was out there. I'm like, oh come on, where's Anna? All right, Colt Cabana. They're playing this whole thing where Anna J is not an official member, and Colt Cabana is on the. A- Colt never showed up, but Anna J
2: did. John the Connie. Yeah, Arn took his lumps. Uh, Cody took his lumps, and Brandy tried to throw herself on him uh, to save him, and then Mister Brody Lee just basically opened his arms and told Anna J, "Have at it," and she choked Brandy out, and. Uh, I, I could almost feel the reverberations from the smile coming from John Smith's mouth <laughs> from where I was. <laughs> like
0: I said, we watched that. Uh, I, I didn't watch that. I, I knew after the fact that he'd won, but I, I saw the notification on my phone. For whatever reason, I got this weird sports key and something. I forget. Just My phone just has automatic updates with some stuff. And I'm like, okay, this is going to be fun. And then I saw Ryan Joy's time at three minutes and eight seconds. It was 3.08. <laughs> I need to see this match. And it was everything. That was, that, was, that was beautiful. That was perfect. We have our new TNT champion. He is the second ever TNT champion uh, in this company's short history. Um, you think open challenges is here? I mean, I, I feel sorry for the poor bastards that are going to try to take that title from him no way uh so the the night started off with ftr versus the pride party um john smith tully blanchard at ringside wearing an ftr jacket
1: yeah very surprising um you know especially after what he said last week or what was that two weeks ago it was last week um that was a great match um Proper outcome, and
0: you know, that's that, in my opinion. Yeah, they got the uh, the Good Night Express is the new one. I have to keep on looking at it, it's not called the Shadow Machine anymore. They got the Good Night Express on one of the guys from the private party, I can't remember which one, but uh, then after the match, uh, they were backstage, John the Connie. Here comes the hangman
2: because there's a gauntlet coming up, indeed, yeah. Hangman wanted to know what was up. What was up with with the charades uh, the the previous week, which uh, FTR wrote it off to, we needed to know. We just needed to know if if you were with us, man. We had to fake it. Uh, You know, wherever this storyline is going there, there's obviously something there, and it's going to be real entertaining when they get to that match that uh, I'm sure we all hope is going to end up at All Out.
0: Yeah, so this is uh, this is the match that's uh, set up for Thursday night on Dynamite. It is a Gauntlet match where the winners will face Kenny Omega and Adam Page um, at All Out. Well, as you can see at Minnesota, how they have this graphic lined up. Um, it's actually in order um, on the entrance because they go in reverse order from their rankings. So you got uh, the Nightmare Family, you got um, Dustin. And QT Marshall, they will start in the ring with the Young Bucks because they are the third and fourth ranked tag teams. Uh, the Bucks are third, and then the Nightmares are four. Then the winner of that gets the number two contenders in Best Friends, and then the winners of that will get FTR. We're currently sitting at six and zero, and uh, in the number one contender spot and the number one uh, ranked spot on eight uh, in the AEW tag team division. So, uh, John Smith, is there any reason why FTR shouldn't win this match? They got a new manager. They already got backstage. They just want to prove who's the best with the Hangman. Kenny Omega nowhere to be found again. He's fighting with the Bucks. We'll get to him in a second.
1: The only thing I can think of is if the Bucs screw them over somehow, and then they start a program between them two instead of having uh, FTR go for the titles. Um, I. I don't see that happening, though. I see FTR winning, so I mean that's the only thing I could otherwise see happening.
0: I can see the uh, I can see the Bucks up. Uh, I mean, I think I think the Bucks will beat uh, Dustin and QT. I'll I'll go with the Bucks over the best friends as well, and have it come down to Bucks and FTR, John DeConnie.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I I was thinking kind of along the same lines as John Smith there that if it's not FTR. Uh, you know, it might be the Bucks, whether they do it uh, through mischievous means or not. But then I, I would then see it being maybe FTR gets involved, costs the Bucks the titles, Omega and Hangman, then dropping to somebody else down the line, and we get that Bucks FTR feud going. But yeah, we've been we've been, all, we've
0: been all clamoring for FTR versus the Bucks in an actual feud. I guess it was the, it was the first time the FTR showed up. It was against the yeah. Bucks. And I believe the entire wrestling world was
2: like, "Oh my God, yes, please,"
0: and a lot of us. I mean, I, I, I don't, I shouldn't actually say a lot of us. Me. Oh my God! I hope FTR kills them. You know, like I don't <laughs> hate the Bucks. I like the Bucks. I think the Bucks are great, but I hate the whole rah, like the whole world loving them. Like I just want to knock them down a couple pegs. Like I do Everyone's just gonna ease off the Bucks here for a sec. That's just me being spiteful,
2: though. Let's see some um, technicians take them apart
0: exactly exactly and it's it's two different styles right johnson the technicians and the high flyers yes. uh how often the high flyers win that match let's say heart foundation versus the rockers off the top of my head i don't remember the rockers ever beating the heart foundation exactly uh, well i guess actually it would be the rockers and the Brainbusters would be the appropriate analogy from old school wrestling and i believe they did have a feud i think they did have a fight at some type of i think they were on opposite teams in the Survivor series I want to say, okay, gun to my head, Survivor Series 89. I want to say it was Warrior, Nightheart, and the Rockers versus Andre Haku and the Brain
2: Busters? No, because that was the Heart Foundation Brain Busters in 89. Oh, no, never mind. That was SummerSlam. You but might was, be
0: right. It was Survivor Series. But I, mean, I, think, I think one member of the – some of them was hurt. I don't think Arn wrestled this. Yeah, there was something messed up. I just did that on the, the pick-em. I could put the 89 Survivor Series in. Anyway, but the aforementioned Natural, uh, natural Nightmares – uh, they teamed up with the Jurassic Express. They defeated the Booker and the Blade and the Lucha Bros. Um, some dissension during the match between Pentagon and the Blade, John
2: Deconi, Uh that led to their downfall. Certainly did, but there was someone there to clean up the pieces, wasn't there? A <laughs> with a, a brandy new AEW contract, Eddie Kingston, came out. Reminded them all, who they are, and uh, actually, uh, point of note, when he was uh, pumping up uh, both uh, Phoenix and uh, Pentagon, he made reference to uh, Rey Mysterio. Apparently, and that got edited out. You know, I, they were—I guess—they were trying to uh, push forward the idea that Ray is right now in contract talks with Vince, and Vince's uh, Vince doesn't want to give him a raise, and you know, Vince just keeps going. But COVID. And you know Ray Ray wants a new contract with the Rays, so I guess AEW was trying to you know at least there was the thought there to light that fire, at least get that started. But uh, then apparently they they cut it all out.
0: John, I'm sorry pal, I gotta do it to you. Uh,
2: <laughs> I can see it coming. That doesn't mean stop. It doesn't
0: mean don't ever stop coming up with this. That's that's, that's pretty interesting. Um, yeah, John Smith, Eddie Kingston was trying to bring all these guys back together again. Um, then after they're all braving for a hug, turns smiles, winks at the camera at the fourth wall, completely shattering the fourth wall. What are the- I,
1: I think Eddie Kingston is my new favorite in AEW. I, I had no idea who he was a month ago, and now he's all of a sudden my favorite. I every time he's got the mic and I, I, I just want to hear what he has to say. And now I want to see him lead of another faction in AEW. You know, there's enough factions as it is, but you know, there, I guess there's room for one more when you already got like five or six. So well,
0: um, the thing is with AEW, if you, if you go on to my, if you go on the pro wrestling, dot com, I actually have the rosters, AEW's roster Has quantity. I mean, it has a lot of quality, which is fine, but it's got a serious number. It's way more than Raw or SmackDown or NXT. They got guys, and they're they're still adding guys. You know, like I said, they just signed, you know, Ricky Starks and they just signed Kingston. And I get, you know, that was the way back in the attitude era. That was Vince Russo's way of getting everybody to see. Vince Russo was a big faction guy. If you're paying these guys, they got to be on TV, right? It only makes sense. Like, I didn't think Russo was that far off with that theory. So, um, yeah, but we'll see what goes. Eddie Kingston can lead a faction. He was the leader of the LAX at Impact, and he's a great talker. Um, and he, he believes in the La Familia and the, and, and the, the Brotherhood, and I said that was that was the big thing. So, you know, he's out for himself a lot. But if you're with him, you know, he'll treat you right. So we'll see what goes with that. Um, in other matches, we're going to have to fast forward. Like I said, we have a jam-packed show tonight. We got a bunch of picks uh, still to come up with. Uh, the Elite. The, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, they defeated the Dark Orders 3, 4, and 5. That's a lot easier to remember than Reynolds, Angels, and Silver. <laughs> and they're getting their own trunks, too. You see the Reynolds with the 3 instead of the E, and then Silver having a, a Roman numeral 4 in it. Not that I'm looking at guys' butts or anything. Um, <laughs> Kenny Omega hit 5 with the 1-winged Angel for the win. Uh, irony, uh, impeccable right there How Alan Angels got pinned with the one-wing angel uh, <laughs> Then he got Kenny Omega again, showing that New Japan D-hole bull club Kenny Omega, wanted ordered the powerbomb Five through an upside-down place chair <laughs> <laughs> Kenny Omega, he's getting there He's, he's going to be full-fledged Bull club Kenny Omega very, very soon And it's going to be a lot of fun I hope so Um Chris Jericho and Orange Cassidy, I hate to fast-forward this because Mo- Mimosa Mayhem to sounds incredible. I want to talk about it, but we have all next week to talk about All Out and our go-home show for their pay-per-view. are going to be making our All Out picks next week. Um, and Mimosa Mayhem is going to be the third and final installment of Chris Jericho versus Orange Cassidy. Uh, Darby Allen defeated a jobber I can't remember the guy's name He was then uh, presumably beat up by Brian Cage and Ricky Starks Who was dressed as Darby Allen.
1: Shout out to Ricky Starks for that I like turtles mention yes. Oh my god very rarely, I, very rarely Do I get hysterically laughing At home by myself And I was hysterical
2: when that happened I couldn't believe you said that Two things I like: skateboarding and turtles. Yep, blade me. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, uh,
0: at all out, Hiroshima, uh says she's gonna take on all challengers, and they, I've seen on Twitter, Thunder Rosa. Uh, she, do me. I'm next. I'm next. I'm, I want to do it. I want in. Then she shows up on TV uh, to challenge Kuroshita. So the NWA Women's Champion. Uh, From NWA Power, Thunder Rosa uh, will most likely be the next challenger for the AEW Women's Championship at All Out. Uh, We'll hopefully get an answer for that on Thursday. Um, We also have – what do we got here? I I got a graphic for this one. Like I said, MJF is campaigning for the paradigm shift to be banned. Um, They are going to be having their contract signing for the main event of All Out Uh, for the aew world championship uh john moxley and mjf (laughs) MJF did his press conference and he yelled at the one girl because she wasn't smiling the week before and he was just yelling and screaming and she's just sitting there smiling in the background doing some awkward smiling that was really funny kudos to her whoever i can't remember what her name was um so and then to go into a, a match this week Actually, no, before we get to that, the, the 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 women's tournament, the Deadly Draw Women's Championship tournament was decided. Pinalis um, and Diamante, uh, they were the ones motivated. They're the ones after their semifinal match. We need this. We want this. We're hungry. They just were motivated. And
2: they took it to the Nightmare Sisters, John DeConn. They certainly did. And, uh, you know, they, they finished with that uh- – very interesting uh, you know uh, uh, tandem finish with the uh, the cassadora stunner by Diamante and the snapmare roll through kick in the grill by Eise and uh, yeah it, it, those two were clearly the most cohesive unit and uh, except for maybe uh, take Conte and her partner are probably the best two wrestlers in the in the whole thing and uh, it was it was proper It was proper that those two should win. I wasn't sure they were going to because of who was on the other team. But yeah, uh, it was the right way to go. Yeah, John Smith,
0: uh yeah, they didn't book themselves a win. I hate I I was gonna try this. I I tried hard to set you up, who's gonna book themselves to win. It was a it was a bad day for the Rhodes family.
1: Yeah, it was. I mean, uh Dustin got the win, but I've always been a Dustin fan. Um, but yeah, the I'm very happy with, with the way this turned out, and um, yeah, let's stop seeing them on TV.
0: So just hopefully, because I don't know if they're officially signed yet, but I would love for uh, Diamante and Eva uh to get there because they—they—they those two are due. Uh, I know, Eva And I know I don't see them a lot in the Indies, but I know Evil East from Lucha Underground. I know Diamante was with Eddie Kingston in the LAX. She still wears the LAX ring gear, so uh, they, they're due. They deserve this. So good for them. Congratulations. I do you think they can go forward? Um, and also sticking with the women's division. <laughs> Uh, Re- Britt Baker uh, She recruited Penelope Ford uh, By Hooker Crook to get uh, Her to help her out Versus Big Swole um, Apparently I guess she's giving uh, Reba's got to do her makeup free for a year Plus Brit Baker's going to give her free dental care For a year so Penelope Ford pretty much made out With this one um, That's a lot of uh, exp- uh, expense less Stuff that she has to deal with uh, but now, apparently, from what I'm seeing, this is a three-on-one handicap match against Big Swole. I thought that maybe they'll just save Britt and Swole for all out, but uh, this is going to be Thursday night. John Smith, who do you got?
1: Uh, I got Big Swole winning this one. I don't think he's going to pin Britt Baker, though, or she's going to pin Britt Baker, though. Um, I, I see Britt Baker just running away and then leaving,
0: leaving them to the Wolves. Yeah. Okay. I like that. I I, I had swole one of those two, but I, yeah, I didn't, Yeah, I think Reba's just gonna
2: take it. I think
0: that's Reba's. That's probably why she's in the match, John DeConi.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I, I I'm not even sure unless they get the upper hand on uh, Big Swole for a moment. I'm not even sure uh, that uh, Britt Baker will tag it. Tag herself in. Uh, so definitely one of the other two will take. Will count the lights.
0: Yeah, like I said, it probably, I hope it's not Penelope before. I think she deserved better than that. But yeah, like Britt Baker, her whole thing this, she was she was going to be ready for All Out. Like, so, so she, I don't know if she may not be. She might play the role that she's not medically cleared yet. She can't get in or something. Exactly. I, this is this is going to be chicanery where Swole comes out big, but maybe a, like a, something you will know, jump her after the match, set something up for All Out, a one on one that we've been waiting for the payoff. Yeah. So uh, that should be good. So that was uh, Dynamite. We got one more match for Dynamite. Mm-hmm um we got sammy and matt hardy in a tables match uh i guess sammy was doing his little sign thing uh in the uh the, the picture in picture matt jumped them during that i think that's the first time we've seen somebody jump somebody in a uh a picture in picture um, and then Matt threw Sammy through a table, got uh, revenge right there on that one. The, Matt was stopped before he uh, we could throw a chair at Sammy's head for that revenge. Um, again, I thought this would be all out, but I guess, I don't know, does Matt Hardy not work on Saturdays, John Smith?
1: Hey, it, I mean, it could still happen at all out too. Um, I I don't even know what to think about this match. I think it's going to be really good. I, You know, coin flip on who wins this. Because I think it, that they do go with with this at All Out also. So um, I'll just go ahead and say Matt Hardy wins because it's a table match. And, you know, that's kind of his, his old school gimmick. Yeah,
0: it's been a table match. Yeah. You know, he, he already got hit with the chair once. I don't think we bring a ladder into it just yet. But John the Connie. Yeah,
3: if, no, if, no, if, I got my thought.
2: I got my thought. No, go. Sorry, yeah. If we, I guess, if we if we have a if we have a clean match between the two of them, I think uh, Matt winning, uh, you know, ex, extends it the way you would want to see it. Uh, but there's there's also plenty of ways to get the inner circle involved to you know, and maybe we even get a uh, some kind of no contest, and that's what rolls it into uh, some other gimmick or maybe even the same gimmick, but extends it to all out.
0: Yeah, you got a you got Hager, Santana, and Ortiz. I just, I don't think they're just gonna let Sammy take this. Yeah, I, I don't. It's more specifically, Hager. I don't know. No, Jericho's busy doing other stuff, but uh, I don't know. So, uh, yeah, Ryan, Joy, Ryan Joy just, uh, he just sent me a private, uh, private chat. He's got a pretty interesting idea for this for All Out. Um, uh, but we're gonna bring him on for New Japan anyway. Uh, so. John and John, we will see you in a little bit because we have a huge, we have five championship matches coming up in New Japan. We're going to bring Ryan Joy real quick from MinutesToBellTime.com. So hang tight, get your payback and emergency, uh, emergency picks ready, and we'll see you in a little bit. Word up. Ryan Joy, MinutesToBellTime.com. How is everything going today, pal? Let me get John Smith's name off your face. There we go. Everything's great, great.
3: We're going from uh, from Summer Slam weekend to Summer Struggle weekend for New Japan. So,
0: New Japan. Before we get into it, you just sent me what, what, what's Sammy and Matt. What, uh, where you got? Where are you going with this?
3: Well, I think you know this this uh, tables match maybe on Thursday might set up party and Private Party over Santana and Ortiz and Sammy. You no, know,
0: go. You know, and that was the match that was originally scheduled for Fighter Fest, right? So, there's no. I mean, if you got to roll that out again, why, why not, right? That makes right. sense. Right. Yep. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna start this off. Uh, first things first, the U.S. New Japan Cup. Hit the nail on the head, pal.
3: Yeah, Kenta walked away with that victory and in a somewhat clean fashion. Believe it or not, he uh, he did go low blow inside cradle for the win, but Finley kicked out, and uh, a few minutes later he ended up hitting we rear naked choke and then go to sleep.
0: Yeah, go to sleep. Oh, Always and- the go to sleep that's, that's, that's perfect.
3: It's awesome to uh, go from sleeper to the go to sleep for the finish. <laughs> now
0: perfect. he's really asleep. He's really <laughs> asleep now. <laughs> um, but he, he was, you were telling me before, he actually has to defend this championship opportunity before he gets to go after uh, the United States championship, which right now is held by John Moxley. So we're still assuming that mm-hmm. uh, John Moxley is going to be the one defending the title.
3: Yeah, that's right. And actually, after the match, Kenta called out John Moxley. He says, where are you? So, so, you know, it looks like they're trying to get to that match. That's the one that they want to have, but they did, uh, the commentary team did bring up several times that it's just like the G1 briefcase. Kent is walking around with a briefcase inside. It's a contract for the IWGP United States championship match, but he's going to have to defend it on the way. And Jeff Cobb attacked him after the match. So, Jeff Cobb wants revenge for the low blow inside Cradle that eliminated him from the New Japan Cup.
0: Okay, as I say, that's not familiar that they had the match. remember the brackets. They had the match that Kento won. Um yeah. so that should be interesting going forward. Uh do we have any idea when that match that match isn't booked yet, right?
3: Not booked yet. Um and, and this week, this week they don't have any tournaments or anything like that on their Friday show. The main event of the Friday show is going to be uh Chase Owens versus P.J. Black. P.J. Black's uh, typically full-time ring of honor, but he's doing this tour with them.
0: Yeah, I had that listed down. Actually, I actually had it written down as Jay White by accident. I guess i screwed that one up. But thank you for correcting me on that. Yeah. Really? P.J. Black and Chase Owens. Uh, yep. So they, they have a U.S.-based show every Friday night after SmackDown, huh?
3: Every Friday, 10 p.m. after SmackDown, yep.
0: All right, we'll start checking that out. Um, but we like said we have summer, uh, summer struggle. Where's the time? What's the date? How can we watch? Uh, and then we'll get going with the matches and your picks.
3: Yeah. So, first things first, we've got actually got three shows between two. Uh, we got a Wednesday show, a Thursday show, and a Saturday show. Okay. Wednesday and Thursday show will start at 5 30 a.m. on the East Coast. So, uh, get your coffee ready. And then, if that's not bad enough, your Saturday morning show—the big one, the one that's got all the title matches—that starts at four. So,
2: yeah, you're wow.
3: doing all the coverage like I am. Yeah, I guess
0: sport. that you're gonna you have to just make sure he <laughs> doesn't actually scoop a coffee into that in that filter to get you going. Um, the opening match. Take us through this, because the guy on the left I've never seen before. You told me his name three times. I've already recalled. I've already forgot it. Um, yeah. I'm calling them, uh, you know, Japanese blue pants. <laughs>
3: uh, not Leva, Leva Bates, but uh, no. <laughs> Matt on the left just returned from excursion. He's had a couple of matches. Uh, he has one victory um, over another member of suzuki Goon, uh, but he's going to be facing Yoshinobu Kanemaru on, on Saturday in uh, the opening match.
0: Yeah, Conor Mar was the guy. I remember him for the New Japan Cup. He's the one that used. Uh, he drinks the whiskey. He's the whiskey guy, right? That's right.
3: Yeah. He brings a bottle of whiskey down. He does uh, Tajiri or Asuka's Green Mist, but it's a it's whiskey. It's
0: with whiskey. Yeah. That's that's a, that's a great Japanese gimmick for Japan. Wow, that's perfect. I'm taking I'm taking him, then. Why not? Right? Who do you got? Yeah, yeah. I,
3: I think uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go blue pants on this, but <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I think Wado's gonna try to make his way up the card and. Get maybe uh, get in contention for the junior heavyweight title. So,
0: and just going back to Blue Pants, a good friend of mine told me that that was Leva Bates. I'm like, oh my god! Are you see, like I, I always thought, like Blue Pants just fell off the face of the planet from NXT. <laughs> uh, she helped uh, the Vaude Villains win yep. the NXT Tag Team Championship. That was, that was Brooklyn, right?
3: What's that Takeover Brooklyn? Seriously. Yeah, 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 that was,
0: yeah. yeah that exactly. Yeah. Was. It, was yeah. it was Blake and Murphy they beat too, right? That was it. Their- yep, that's right. Uh, the N.W. or the I.W.G.P. Junior Heavyweight Championship will be on the line again. We got L.I.J. going against the Bullet
3: Club here. Yep, that's right. So uh, Hiromo Takahashi on the on the left against Taiji Ishimori on the right. Um, I, th- I think this, go- you know, Ishimori is a former I.W.G.P. Um, junior Heavyweight Champ, but I think uh, Takahashi is probably going to walk away with this one. Should be a good matchup.
0: I have such a hard time picking between Lij and the Bullet Club because I'm an Lij guy and the Bullet Club is just so, just so badass. I love it. I know they're kind of they're hurting lately with the, the separations between uh, half in Japan and half stateside. They're, um, very, they're
3: very strong and they're you know they they use those underhanded tactics to always get an advantage. So
0: yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with uh, Takahashi on this one. I, I I can't I can't bet against. It. I mean, instead, after what happened with him and the NJ Cup. Uh, yes. He flipped out. I just – I don't know. I'm just, going to stay with LIJ on that one. Um, Matt said, I'm actually looking forward to – I'm going to try to watch this on, on replay. Um, the, uh, the IWGP, the Never Open Weight Championship. Um, this has hard hits, bruises, slaps, and meanness written all over it. And I say that because anything – Minoru Suzuki is just a mean-looking dude – and the way he looks is how he wrestles.
3: People look at Minoru Suzuki and get a bloody nose, I think.
0: Yeah. But, yeah. And I'll tell you
3: it. what, Shingo Takagi is, is no wimp either. That's going to no. be a, a match. That is going to be a heck of a match. Shingo has had some of the best matches of, the, of the, the pandemic era in terms of New Japan. And he never disappoints. It's always a great match. And then Suzuki has had great matches with yuji nagata that's not something that anybody expected yuji nagata is usually in what people refer to as the dad match so yeah uh, to pull great matches out of him is is speaks to uh suzuki's abilities
0: yeah and then both these guys i remember i was talking uh way back when kenny p my buddy kenny p was on for an episode we were talking to njpw uh it was the first round of the, the new japan cup both these guys were eliminated first round and that was Shocking to him, shocking to me too. Suzuki was—he yeah. was a tough out. I had him going far. But that match was incredible um, with Nagana. That was
3: that was way better than anybody thought it would be.
0: Yep. Uh, who you got in this one? I going to go Shingo. Shingo, like I said, it's L I J. But I can't. How do you ever bet against? Like I'm not If he finds out, I bet against him. I think he's just gonna whoop me. You know. NJ's <laughs> the Tuesday or whatever the phrase is. So I'm going to go yeah. Minoru Suzuki. Um, but yeah, L.I.J. is that I'm not going to have a problem with L.I.J. wins this at all. Um, going forward to the next, we have a rematch for the IWPG, IWGP. Did I got the letters right. Uh, tag Heavyweight Tag Team Championships um, from Dominion. Uh, yeah. It looks like Tai Chi and Zach Sabre Jr. got to defend their titles against the former champs here, Ryan.
3: Yeah, that's right. That's right. And if, and if you've been watching any of the uh, their house show types of things, they've been teasing a lot of um, issues between Ibushi and Tanahashi. Um, Tanahashi's going back to the the storyline of does he still got it? He's getting up there in, in years. Is he still on the main event level? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, when it comes down to it, I think I've got to pick uh, Saber and Tai Chi to win this match. And I think. Maybe spawning from this, maybe we have some sort of issue with Ibushi and Tanahashi.
0: Yeah, I was very impressed with the the New Japan Cup was the first time I ever saw Tai Chi, and he beat both Ibushi and Tanahashi uh, in in back to back rounds.
3: Yeah.
0: And then he said he's his tag team partner, and then he got Sax Saber Jr. with him, and they seem like they're on a roll right now. They're tough to bet against.
3: Yeah. Yeah, and they and they are tearing apart Tanahashi's knee. Every match, that's the stress.
0: Yes. Yes. Oh my God. That knee. Yes. Uh, Zack Saber Jr. He was doing dragon leg, uh, screw. But it was like Tanahashi was still standing because he was being held right. up by Kaito. He he held t- by
3: Yeah.
0: Oh my God! I thought his legs. Were, I thought he was going to break both of his you legs. You're hurt
3: watching it. I'm sure. Yeah.
0: Zack, Zack Saber Jr. needs to go to roll on the ground and whoop everybody there. I mean, he would be <laughs> phenomenal for that. Yeah, that's right. Um, and then we have, like you said, we, uh, we announced a couple of weeks ago, or you uh, announced a couple weeks ago on our show, um, we have a new championship being uh, created, the KOBW. Uh, as you mentioned, here, we have eight guys here. Four of these eight guys won't make it past Wednesday, correct?
3: That's right. That's right. So, so we have all those stipulation matches. They're going to happen tomorrow morning, uh, including Okada versus uh, Yujiro Takahashi in a three-on-one handicap match. So, you can watch, if you get up early, you can watch two of those on the same, uh, within two days with Brooke Baker, also. But uh, yeah,
0: so who who's the favorite? I'm going to put the graphic back up here. We have eight guys. I know Bushi's there. I know Toro Yanu's. A-
3: yeah. I, I, I mean, love Yano. I do too. I'm looking,
0: looking at his face right now and I'm just laughing. He's just so much fun.
3: You know, this is this is an okada invention. I think when you look at that field there, he is the obvious favorite. Um, but but it doesn't it doesn't feel like he's gonna walk away with it. I, I think it's one of the two guys in the middle, Sho or Sonata, maybe maybe makes it out. We'll see. Whoever wins that submission match tomorrow morning.
0: Oh, they gotta fight each other. They got the first round match against each other, Show and Sonata?
3: Yeah, yeah. If you throw that graphic back up and I'll and I'll walk through that. Oh, they're so, older?
0: Okay, yeah, yeah they're an older.
3: So you've got Kojima is fighting Desperado, and that match is no finishers. Okay. Um, so they can't use their finishers to win the match. The next match is Yano versus Bushi, and in that match, uh, a two count pinfalls will win the match.
0: That's, that was Toriyano. That was his. <laughs> that
3: was his. Death. Yep. The next match is the submission match between Show and Sonata, and then the final match is a three-on-one handicap match. Uh, With Takahashi um, facing uh, Okada, so presumably it's going to be Goto, Jado, and Takahashi versus Okada. Those four matches are tomorrow morning, and then the winners advance to Saturday, and they they face off against each other in a in a Fatal Four Way. (laughs) (laughs) You know, he He could walk away with the thing too. It'd be a perfect championship for him to walk away now in the end of the year. he would be great to have a briefcase carrying to the ring every time that he has his DVDs in and stuff.
0: Yeah, and like they said that the stipulation with this title, it, it's just it's an annual title, and whoever is the champion after December thirty first, um, they're the champ of the year, and they get whatever the, the, the prize that comes with that. And then they they start back over in January.
3: That's right. That's right.
0: Um, and then the main event, um, they said this was this was Stemins, this Dominion. We had the rematch. Uh, for the IWGP Heavyweight and Intercontinental Championships, both held by Becky Two Belts of Japan, (laughs) Evil. Um, And he's going against Tetsuya Naito in this whole swerve that everything that happened from the New Japan Cup after the uh, Evil won the New Japan Cup into Dominion where, you know, new music, uh, he let his hair down, there's no more sickle, there's no more, we got a new Bullet Club style Evil. And uh, he, you know, he broke my heart. He broke everybody's heart. So I'm going NIO, even though I don't see it.
3: Yeah, I, I'll I'll bet against Lij in this match. I I took them in the other two, but I got to go Bullet Club with this one. Um, yeah, it, it just feels like evil's title reign. It's not. It's not time for that to end quite yet.
0: No, no, no. i said probably next up after him would probably be whoever wins the G1 Climax. I mean, I mean, I know that's not until Wrestle Kingdom. So like, I mean, is he going to have? Is he going to have to defend until well, Wrestle
3: Kingdom? It's good that you brought that up because the G1 starts September 19th, I believe, is the date. So okay. we'll probably talk about that here in one of the future episodes. But uh, that's right around the corner, and the evil will be wrapped into that. Um, you know, I'm sure he'll be one of the participants. And whoever beats him in the G1 is definitely going to get a title shot between, um, between the end of the G1 and uh, Wrestle Kingdom.
0: Yeah, and I don't want to say it's borderline impossible to go undefeated in the G1, but you're wrestling nine matches.
3: Yeah, Um, nine matches. Torian Kenny Omega in the 2018 G1. So you you never know what's going to happen. Last last year, Yano beat John Moxley in the G1. So (laughs) really,
0: oh my God, I gotta look up that match. All right, I'm gonna write that down. Torian versus John. Nothing
3: a little duct tape uh, to the to the side rails won't, you know, get you a count-out victory. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Toriyama is so incredible all right uh and I feel bad I mean, I'm an idiot I didn't have the new Japan logo up there this entire time ah oh, there you go I put it up there, there again, that one, that's a fail on my part um, but here's your logo as a little bit of uh a little bit of uh, retribution or payback or you want wrestling terms uh, you want to call here uh thank you very so much for joining us but sit right there Ryan we're gonna bring John and John back in uh I think John Smith goes first, and John McCann is boom, there we go, we got it right. Gentlemen, is everybody okay? Do you have, uh... I remember when, way back when, right? the old school, uh... let's just say like WrestleMania 6, they think a five-minute intermission, and Gorilla Ma says, make sure you go get your groceries, like we have time to go grocery shopping for five minutes in the middle of WrestleMania 6. <laughs> thank you, thank you for caring about our health, Gorilla, but like, oh my God, I don't think you're... Anyway, uh, so it is that time uh, of of the show. This is our main event. We have two shows to pick. That counts to our pool. Uh, we're going to come out swinging with Emergence. Uh, but first, I, I got to find... Night one of Emergence was one of the most shocking things I think ever put out in Impact history. We're Raohe Raju. John DeCani, as our senior...
2: Impact correspondent, Rohit Raju, he outsmarted all of us. Most certainly did. And it, it didn't even look like it was necessarily his plan until his boy, Chris Bay, was tied to the tree of woe, and he came in and saved him. He, he tossed, uh, uh, he tossed uh, TJP off of him, and then he just kind of sat there on the top turnbuckle, and it dawned upon him that, you know, yeah. I could stomp a hole in this man's chest right now and walk off with some gold. And that's exactly what he did.
0: It was very similar to seeing Tyler come up with his picks on Saturday. You see, the journalists <laughs> were picking up steam. He's like, okay, I have an idea now. This might work. And John Smith, I'm going to quote Hannibal from the A-Team. you got to love it when a plan comes together, even if it is last minute.
1: Yeah, I, that was a quite the enjoyable match. I did not see him winning it. I thought, I thought it was just going to be chalk him him helping out. uh tre- or uh, what's his face? Chris Bay. Chris Bay. Sorry, still getting used to these guys. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was just going to be basically a two on one, and then you know, I really enjoyed that ending. You know, I
0: always like to see a little swerve like that. Yeah, we never saw it coming. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. But one thing I just I, I don't want to overshoot in this match as much as this was a Rohit Raju I love fest for Ryan I want to keep on pumping him up because I don't know how long this title reign is gonna last knowing him. But Ryan TJP was out of control that match the the, the double submissions he was putting on both of them like TJP. Completely shined to a to a level where I've never seen someone shine shine like that. Oh,
3: man, T- TJP. I mean, he got him wrestling cross promotions. Never has a bad match. Always amazing. He uh, stole a show in a New Japan show two weeks ago. Um, yeah,
0: it was. It, I just think you know. Maybe that's why they put him in the tag team division with Fala Baj. Just so you know just stay there just so it can be a taxi match. You just let him fit the other two yeah. at the same time and stretch them every single which way, both at the same. That was incredible. And like I said, I know that uh, I'll keep bringing it up. He is the Cruiserweight Classic champion, the first ever reborn, you know, Cruiserweight champion um, in, a, in, a, in a tournament that apparently was supposed to be Kodo Bushi and Zack Sabre at the end, but it ends up being TJP winning the whole thing. So, people um, haven't
3: seen that tournament. It's worth your time to go back and watch. Incredible.
0: That whole thing was incredible. Yeah, that whole tournament was absolutely great. And there's still a lot of guys around. Fabian Eichner was in that tournament. Cedric was in that tournament.
3: 24 7 champion Akira Tozawa.
0: Yeah, Akira Tozawa came to that tournament. Oh, Johnny and Tomasa, they were put in. They had just signed with NXT. Uh, They were the main event of the first round. They put those two together in the first round. They main event. They were match number 32 of the first round, or 16, I'm sorry. Uh, but going forward, it going to fast through the rest, fast forward, uh, through the rest of Emergence Night One. Uh, the Motor City Machine Guns defeated the North. Uh, they retained the Impact Tag Team Championship. They got that neck breaker splash combo on Ethan Page. Absolutely phenomenal match. Uh,
2: the North can't complain anymore, John DeConi. No, no, they've, they've had their, they had their time to recover. They were no longer at 40%, so they can't bitch about that. And, uh, Boy, did we see, you know, 100 percent out of both of these teams. The tandem yeah. offense by both of them, just fantastic. I mean, you know, I, I say it all the time, so I am a broken record, but God, I love good tag team wrestling.
0: That you can say along with the belt rumors, any other you, know, you just just keep on promoting tag team wrestling. And just I love it. Absolutely love it. I feel the same way about women's wrestling. It's the stupidest thing And <laughs> um, In another tag team match, uh, the Good Brothers got their first win in Impact. They defeated Ace Austin and Madman Fulton with the Magic Killer. Um, they got Madman Fulton. Uh, I think they threw him over the rail, right? Then they hit Ace Austin with the, the Magic Killer for the win. Uh, so they started off strong. Uh, issue within the Wrestle House, uh, John DeConney, somebody stole the Deaners beer. Um, <laughs> He stole our beer. He stole our beer. <laughs> he <stole> our beer. <laughs> he, he took our uh, It wasn't AC. It well, wasn't Lawrence D. That that that's pretty funny. Um, yeah, a lot of crazy things going on at the wrestle house, including a, you know a nice little fun match between Kylie Ray and Ty Valkyrie uh, with Rosemary as the referee. Kylie Ray got the uh, I guess accidental win here. Like, I don't think she was supposed to win. with Ty as the referee. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. But then we are going to uh, we're going to fast forward. Here we go, night two. Um, They're going to throw up, and and this is this 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 is this is just impact in a nutshell for me. Is this graphic right here? They're going to tell us why EC3 stole the NWA, or I'm sorry, the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. Okay, so what happened on night one was. Moose defeated Trey Miguel in the ring. Boom. Great match, by the way. You know, the, 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 a big guy versus a small guy. It was, you know, Trey held his own. A lot of fun. Moose with the win with the lights out spear. ECG jumps him from behind and takes the title, steals it. Fine. He's been saying he was going to do that since he came back, John the Connie. Like, why is this? Why That's do we. A, a complete graphic when we know the answer of why you already know the answer
2: it was the first words out of his mouth was uh, you know I, I i basically i need to i need to burn down the memory of tna and what it meant to me and that's what this belt represents and and okay now i have the belt but why, yeah, but why? <laughs> 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 haven't you been listening john <laughs> smith are you starting to
0: understand impact now
1: no, and I guess that means I do understand impact.
0: Yeah, it's exactly. When I have I some fantasy. Fantasy. The fantasy
3: I just got off the table with the TNA Championship Committee. And informed yes, exactly. that's how the belt is actually defended. <laughs>
0: just, you can't knock TNA from a wrestling aspect. They have some amazing athletes, some of the TJP, like we were just shooting off. Their women's division is top-notch. Excuse me, their knockouts division is top-notch. Their tag team division is better than most. But it's just it's a freaking kindergartners writing their stories. So I was <laughs> just like.
2: Ugh. Careful, careful. I don't want that stuff getting back to my cousin Scotty. Yeah, your cousin
0: Scott the more. After I forgot. <laughs> we, we are also here we go. This here, I gotta throw up Spongebob for this one. Apparently. <laughs> John DeCani and Scott DeMoore are cousins. We are going to go on 23andMe or whatever that, that uh theancestry.com. Uh, we'll figure it out. Uh John Smith, we begin to I know John DeCani is our impact senior correspondent. We'll start with you on this one because uh these are these are two guys you know. This is one guy I know you like. Uh, I think the vertical be out on the other one, but they uh I guess they were backstage. I believe it was uh thank God, Jimmy Jacobs. Jimmy Jacobs uh, was interviewing Willie Mack. Uh, Brian Myers took away Jimmy Jacobs to, you know, to be interviewed, and Jimmy Jacobs had nothing to ask Brian Myers. Uh, and then all of a sudden, Willie just jumped him, and we got our we, we got our match for for night two of Emergence. Uh, we got Mill, Willie Mack against the artist formerly known as Kurt Hawkins, John Smith, now known as Brian Myers once again. Who do you got? Yeah, I got
1: um, I got Brian Myers winning it. I- you know, it seems plausible. Like, How is he 0-1 this year? He didn't have a match yet in, T- in TNA, right? Or in Impact, right? Uh, he answered the Open Challenge.
2: Yeah, he answered the Open Challenge and lost to World Champion. Oh, champions.
1: yeah. Okay. I'm, I forgot that. Sorry. So, yeah. I mean, they're not going to keep having him lose, especially with how much he lost over in uh, WWE. So. Yeah. No,
0: you, the one thing about Impact, they will not repeat gimmicks from wrestlers are taken from WWE. By the way, Please hashtag Heath for Impact. He needs a job. He's got kids. <laughs> Brian Joy, who do you got on this one?
3: Well, you know, Willie Mack is coming off a, uh, a three-match losing streak, and who knows anything more? You know, that's something that Brian Myers is an expert in, losing yeah. streak. <laughs> I'm going to pick Willie Mack on this.
2: John DeConi as our senior impact correspondent. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with uh, Brian Myers to say that, okay, his first match in the company was against the world champion, so it's okay to take the loss there, but unless they literally are going to rewrite history, uh, or, or excuse me, repeat history, yeah. uh, I feel bad for Willie Mack because he doesn't deserve to be on this losing streak, but you've got to put Myers over in this situation.
0: I, I'm I'm thinking the same thing, and and the way they're doing Brian Myers, the, the way like he's he seems motivated, his character seems upset. You know, he took a shot at Mr. McMahon uh, on TV, so like he, he's trying to. I'm gonna be real, you know. And he was with the the picture, you know, flipping off uh, with, with the other future endeavors and Tommy Dreamer for whatever. You know, Tommy Dreamer was one of these things, but not like the other in that picture. But <laughs> Tommy can flip off the WWE. Right? I think he's pretty upset with them. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with Brian Myers. I think Brian Myers uses right now. I guess Willie Mack. I guess John you Keep on saying about Jurassic Express. They can take a loss, and everyone still love them. Uh, I think Willie Mack has that same kind of uh, thing. I, I don't even know how he, it's, it's not a disease, but you know. And that yeah. mode. Well, Mo- there you go. Everybody loves Willie Mack. I don't want. I don't want Willie Mack to retire until he fights Kevin Owens. That's on my dream list, bucket list. <laughs> um, in our next match. John the Connie, we are at it again. Take two of the Impact knockout Championship, the rematch from Slamiversary. This time they're putting them in a 30-minute Iron Man match. And unfortunately, they did not change the gender on the Iron Man match. It's an Iron Knockout match. How about that yeah. Uh Deanna Perazzo, our current champion. Uh, 3-0 in impact, three and four overall. Um, against the former champ Jordan Grace, John DeConny, your girl. Um, every time I, I i forget she's there, I forget her music, I hear that siren. I think Scott Steiner's coming out. Uh, but apparently, she has a connection with Scott Steiner. You've you seen that? I think I saw a video. Like, I think an impact when she first started, there was some kind of uh six person intergender tag team match. And it was Steiner, Pete Williams, and Jordan Grace, and I don't know if that's where the police siren comes from, or
2: could be. I mean, I know, I know on her website because I perused it a couple of weeks ago. I think she does have a uh, a you know eight x ten glamour shot that you get signed with her in the chainmail hat, you know, yeah. the little hood on her on herself. So, yeah, she from be...
0: you know, she's from Brian Joy. Where's I... she from? She's from Maryland,
3: right? Originally, originally from Texas, but currently right. residing in Baltimore, Maryland. Okay, so my neighbor not
0: from Michigan. Did she go to Michigan? I'm trying to find some connection to Scott Steiner here. Justify your pick for Jordan.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, because points are on the line, I didn't take Jordan. <laughs> I went with Perrazzo only because how do you give her the title? I mean, you shouldn't have given her the title walking into the company, but they have that redheaded stepchild kind of mentality that, she worked for Vince, so if she comes here, you know that's instant ability, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I would love to see Jordan win. I will ha- uh, thankfully give up the points to see Jordan win. I just don't see it happening. Wow. Cardinal
0: Finn right there, Ryan Joy. Who do you got? I also
3: picked Deanna. Um, I could see a scenario where Jordan Grace walks away with the title again, but I feel like, you know, first – First major defense, it's going to go to t
0: Okay. As you run, you know, John, John Nakano, we'll get back to you with this question. Too. He said, this is an Iron Woman match. We got – what's the over-under on, on decisions here, Ryan Joy? You're just saying say, what's the over-under? What are we looking at? we we'll Are we thinking overtime here? Are they going to go to a shootout?
3: I think five decisions.
0: Five decisions?
3: That's that's my guess. Okay. And it's a complete guess. We're going to get some count outs, some VQs.
0: Yeah. John Smith, what
3: do you got?
1: I got, I got Jordan Grace. I got her winning in overtime, maybe, or I just got her winning in general.
0: Okay, John the Connie uh, what do you, what do you
2: have? we have a score here? What are we thinking? Yeah, well, I, I think, uh, I mean, doesn't every Ironman match go to the limit, and then you know, oh, well, what are we gonna do? Five more minutes. Uh, yeah. Okay.
0: Was, Chris, uh, you know, commissioner Piper said there must be a winner right that ring a bell then gorilla monsoon enforced that commissioner Piper said there must be a winner All right <laughs> uh I got Tiana there's no I'm not betting against her not, I am. um
3: <laughs>
0: and then the uh the final match that we have for emerges night two a show that is too big for just one night. Uh, we actually have one person uh, left. Not one person left. Okay, let me rephrase that. Eddie Edwards for an open challenge. He is now the last person left doing open challenges since Cody lost his title. Um, fun little fact that I looked up. I uh, said, Ryan Joy, you had Cody. Cody had nine successful defenses or eight?
3: Eight, and they lost one.
0: Eight. Eight successful title defenses. And where's Eddie Edwards at right now? Three. Right.
3: Three.
0: Okay. John Cena had 13 when he was doing the U.S. Open Challenge before he got his nose busted. I was going through all the Raws to find the Open Challenge. You know, you know he fought Ambrose, the guy named Dean. I don't remember the guy named Dean Ambrose. Uh, Dean Ambrose, and he fought that other guy, uh, Neville, I believe his name was, fought him. Kevin Owens a couple times, and then but I think it ended up being 13, and I could be, you know, off here and there on a hair. Some of them were open challenges, and some were just some were just uh, fights or stuff set up by Kevin Owens. There's two with Owens throughout that uh, that feud as well. Um, so Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn both made their WWE main roster debuts. It was the John Cena open challenge. <laughs> Any suggestions, uh, Ryan Joy? We'll start with you. Any suggestions uh, or thoughts or predictions on who this mystery opponent would be? And then who do you got?
3: got to think about this for the, uh, the mystery opponent. I, don't, I mean, I definitely have Eddie Edwards walking away. Um, in terms of who, who's going to answer the challenge, maybe one of the guys from the North, maybe Josh Alexander, maybe Ethan Page. They're not doing anything anymore. All right.
0: And that Jonathan. could be
3: a heck of a match. What's that? Yeah, heck of a match with another guy, too.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. North can go. I'm, I'm fully convinced of that right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Derrick Smith, what do you got?
1: Um, <clears throat> I think Eddie Edwards wins, and I think that uh, that's gonna be Eric Young,
0: yeah. This, yeah, Eric Young is, is this too obvious? John the is that he's he's that's that's the feud that everyone wants to see now, or can we hold off another m- month and like over a month and a half?
2: Yeah, uh, exactly.
0: October for bound
2: for glory for this one, yeah. You know, I, I read a blurb today that. This week, they're going to be taping all their television prior to uh, Bound for Glory. And I said, oh, okay, I wonder how much television that is. And I looked it up and saw that it was the 24th, all the way at the end of October almost. Yeah. That's a long way off. So, yeah, I mean, Eric Young is obviously the the most obvious choice, uh, or I think probably the best choice but I think they're going to want to delay that a little bit. So I'm going to say the person that they can put in there to give it a little boost, a little name recognition. Yes, I'm a Mark, but there's also a uh, pre-written storyline to why he won't win because he could have Sammy Callahan jump him uh, is Rob Van Dam. He's sitting around getting paid just to make out with his girlfriend. So why not?
0: <laughs> does,
2: all right, here's it. Does anybody have a better life
0: than Rob Van Dam? I mean, <laughs>
2: Nobody I know of. <laughs> Unbelievable.
0: Hey, I got Eddie Edwards retaining, too. I have no idea. It's CM Punk, is he, is he, it's got to be him eventually, right? I do oh, see well, yeah. him. <laughs> um, All right, so we are going to – that will be it for Emergence Night 2. Uh, just about – all right, 85 minutes right now. We're going to go into our payback picks. We only have four matches signed right now, so hopefully this will go a little bit quicker. Uh, we can be done in our hour 45 minutes. Just a recap of what we did at SummerSlam. Uh, you know, thank God for 25-point championship matches, huh, John DeConnie? Me and you got both Bray Wyatt and Drew McIntyre right. That yep. kind of saved our shows. Um Ryan lost 10 points for his money in the bank cashing wager. That's the gamble you take, unfortunately. Uh but going into Going into Bayback, and I believe I forgot to throw up the the scoring system for Emergence, but it follows the same format. Uh, We got five points for the WWE and or Universal title matches, three points for all others, one point for non-title matches. Um, That goes uh, hand-in-hand with Emergence. If you get everything correct, it's a five-point bonus. Uh, with payback, though, in a promotional matches, which none have been signed yet. Uh, the Women's Tag Team Championship is technically in a promotion, but they're in a promotional belt, so they don't get the double points. And uh, Otis and Mandy are still trying to figure out what that was that Mandy was doing after her match with Sony, because that was not a worm, <laughs> that was not a caterpillar. Uh, so, uh, But the Money in the Bank contract still is in play on the men's side. Um, as we mentioned, go back here. Uh, the first match that they promoted uh, when they announced that Payback was going to be a week after SummerSlam uh, was the women's tag team championship match, and that Bailey and Sasha Banks would have to defend those titles after they defended their titles at SummerSlam, their individual titles. Um, as I mentioned, Oscar beat Sasha Banks. Uh, actually, beat her twice because she got her again uh, in a lumberjill match um, on Raw last night. Uh, Again, Shayna Baszler got involved in that, and then Shayna Baszler had a match earlier that in the night against Bailey, where Nia Jax pulled out Baszler, and they started fighting. And Sasha and Bailey started laughing, and all of a sudden, Baszler—this is this is weird to me, uh, John Smith. This this just seems weird how Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler became friends over getting laughed at by Sasha and Bailey.
1: Yeah, I don't like it. I <clears throat> I mean, I hope it only lasts for this match. Um, I I thought that they were gonna lose the titles in this match until I saw that it, that it was gonna be these two chicks facing them. I see no reason to put the tag titles on them. I, it's something Vince would do, unfortunately, but um, I'd rather them fight each other, not Sasha and Bailey. Yes, them too, but I'd rather Nia and Shayna Baszler be you know fighting each other in Raw Underground, not tag team yeah. champions together, and you know like the odd couple.
0: Yeah. I said, Ryan joy. God, God, I said with those titles, like I said, they're in a promotional title. They can go anywhere with those.
3: Yeah. I feel like, uh, Sasha and Bailey have a lot of range. They can, they can wrestle across NXT. They can wrestle on SmackDown. They can wrestle any two women on raw. I, I don't feel the same for Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Um, I do think this, this weird thing with Naya is allowing Shana to show a little bit more range in her character, which is interesting. Interesting. I'm not sure how I feel about it, but Sasha and Bailey in this match. I think John the Connie. Um, yeah, I
0: don't have. I don't have
2: it set up for you. Who you got? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty much on the same wavelength with the the other two gents. That uh, you know, I I really thought that uh, Sasha and Bailey would be dropping at this point until I saw who was against. And I, as much as I would like to see them lose the belt, I don't think anyone wants to see Naya more often than one show a week. So I think Sasha and Bailey continue to bounce around. Yeah, we'll give it to Sasha and Bailey too. I'm going to go further and call that. Well,
0: like I said, the, the reason that this got set up, I guess Naya wants the belt. She asked Sheena to tag with her, and in return, Shayna wants just Nia to just leave her alone. Uh, you know, that that's, that's, that's the agreement they have. Like I'll help you. Do you just leave me alone after this? So I don't think Shayna's heart's into this. I think maybe she'll pull a bad news Brown and just walk out of the match. Or if, if Shayna starts caring, maybe they start arguing over who gets the pinfall with a submission victory. They, they, they start arguing on who gets the win. Um, yeah, they're 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 better off as enemies than they are as friends, though. Too, I don't like Shayna Baszler with friends unless it's the Horsewomen, you know, unless it's Rondo or Jessamyn and Marina.
3: Is Shayna gonna bite somebody? What's that? Is Shayna gonna bite somebody?
0: I hope not. That that was I was so upset when she did that. Completely unnecessary for her character. Anyway, uh, so uh, on Monday night, or actually on SummerSlam on the kickoff show. Uh, like I said, Apollo Crews successfully defended MVP's United States Championship against MVP. Um, and as you know, that's so what I'm going to call it from now on. Instead of just putting the stain in my voice with the United States Championship, because it's, it's not the the physical belt that bothers me. It's how it was brought in and why Apollo Crews kept this. The whole thing just annoys me. It doesn't work out. So this is MVP's. This isn't the WWE United States Championship. This is MVP's United States Championship. I you one of those for gotcha. <laughs> so uh Apollo Crews will defend Bobby Lee uh Bobby against Bobby Lashley will defend uh MVP's United States Championship. As you can see, the old championship still featured here. Thank you very much, Ryan. Uh that is the correct United States Championship, which is now, I believe, being defended by Apollo Cruz's kids um in their rec room against each other. Uh but I digressed. Uh, they had an arm wrestling match on Raw. Ryan Joy, with Mark Henry as the uh, as the ref, special referee, and they only played it for a little bit. But I love Mark Henry's music.
3: Mark Henry called it right down the middle. My note. Uh, Apollo Cruz got a clean victory over Bobby Lashley in an arm wrestling contest.
0: <laughs> i was looking above the table. I heard a noise. I don't know what happened under the table. I'm looking above the table.
3: Yeah, it was weird. All of a sudden, Bobby started hopping around the ring. Um, but uh, I don't think we're going to see that on, on Sunday. Bobby Lashley is my pick for this. I think the Hurt Business is getting some gold back.
0: There you go. John Smith, I think you got a smile on your face, and I believe you're agreeing with him.
3: Yeah, this whole thing has
1: been leading up to Bobby Lashley getting that title. I think that's been the plan all along now, and it's going to happen this Sunday, and – no, but pretty convincingly, I think. I think it's going to be a clean win. I don't think he's going to need any uh, outside interference to get that title.
0: Yeah, John Staccani, he actually said that before the arm wrestling match. I don't need their help to, with, to beat you.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I, I, I it'll uh, almost break my heart to see Apollo, uh, you know, not have a belt this quickly. But, yeah, I think this has all been leading up to Lashley getting some goals.
0: Yeah, I completely agree, but I'll, I'll go with Devil's Advocate. I'm, gonna, I'm going to pick Lashley, but Devil's Advocate here, how huge of a win would this be for Apollo Crews to get a clean win over Bobby Lashley? Enormous. Uh, I don't see it, but that's...
1: Nope.
0: Uh, so at the beginning of Raw last night, Drew McIntyre came out. He was having fun. He was being happy-go-lucky Drew. That's not the Jew I love. I like an angry Scotsman, but, you know, he's, he's a happy-go-lucky guy. He's having fun with the Thunderdome crowd. Uh, saying that he'll give Randy Orton another shot because they didn't hit their finishers. He out-wrestled him, so that not Randy. Randy's an exception to that, apparently. Says, how dare Drew McIntyre take pity on him? He punts him twice in the head after he jumped in from behind. Um, and then later that night, the ball's on Keith Lee, John Smith coming out and interrupting Randy Orton, a la Chris Jericho and The Rock.
1: Yeah. Um, pretty questionable outfit, but I'm, I'm very happy that he uh, that he decided to go for a big dog right away. Not the big dog, but a big dog. Yeah. And, um, You know, I, I don't know where this whole him and Drew McIntyre are good friends came from. I never heard of that before, but uh, they're, they're playing that in the angle right now. But I'm, I'm just happy to see him on Raw. I'm happy that, you know, he got his time as the NXT champion and he's now where he belongs.
0: Yeah, so then so Keith Lee comes out. Yes, new wardrobe. Yes, new music, uh, which I believe a petition is being sent around right now to get his old music back. Um, but then they you know, Keith Lee requested a match. Randy says, not right now. It ended up happening later. Uh, whoever the commissioner is or whoever's in charge of Raw, Made the match for later. Drew McIntyre comes out again, causes a disqualification uh, in Randy Orton's favor, but then he gets punted again. So that's three punts. Uh, John Deconi, uh, Before we get into the match here in
2: the pick, uh, Drew McIntyre's career is over. Yeah, well, it would certainly seem so. I mean, that's that's some some serious head trauma. I mean, he had to be uh, taken out in an ambulance. Now, does does he show up in his in his hospital robe to interfere in this match? Would be fractured skull, I
0: believe. Now, Ryan Joy, uh, you know, you kind of, you know, taking over the form here of Dr. Dr. Google from over the weekend, taking the reins from John Smith, looking up injuries. How long is the skull fracture rehab? Like, how long well, does it take time to heal?
3: You know what? I'm not going to Google this, but I'm going to tell you it's <laughs> <an old> Sunday. <laughs> or Drew. I don't want to take those punt kicks. And now there's Ric Flair or Shawn Michaels or – Ed are Christian.
0: Now, so um, like I said Drew Magna, As John the Con said, Drew Magna was taken away in an ambulance. Uh, Keith Lee is now out for revenge, and that's what we have right now. We have Keith Lee making his actually I shouldn't say that. Uh, he'll make his uh, twenty twenty WWE pay per view debut. He's been in the Survivor Series. He's been in the Royal Rumble. but um, fresh, oh, fresh off his NXT Championship loss. He's going right for Randy Orton. John Smith. He's your former guy. He's your former champion from your brand. I'll give you the I'll give you the lead on this one.
1: Um I wanna say Keith Lee's gonna win this match. I don't I don't see how he wins it. Uh maybe Drew does interfere and that's the only reason. But I don't know. I think they're gonna they're gonna push him pretty hard. So, you know, some, one way or another, I think Keith Lee comes out with his hand raised. All right,
2: John DeConi, how are you feeling about this? Yeah, you know, I, I think, or at least I hope the thought is, you don't want to stall Keith Lee's, uh, you know, I don't want to say momentum because he did just lose a title match, but I don't think you want him showing up and then immediately losing. So I, I guess McIntyre somehow gets involved and talks Orton in the match.
0: Now, you know, you don't want to lose the momentum, but losing the Randy Orton, you know, isn't really, you know, well, I guess it is kind of career-ending to be punting the right way, but you know, there's no shame in losing to Randy Orton here, Brian Joy.
3: Yeah, no no shame losing to Randy Orton. Um, man, it's really hard to pick against Randy Orton in a non-title match. Um, but I agree with Johns. I got to go Keith Lee on this.
0: Uh, you know what? I'll be that guy. I'll go Randy. I, I, I think if if Randy's going to be in the title picture, if Randy's doing all this damage, you know, like 1RKO is not going to derail Keith Lee here. Like, I don't – if McIntyre's got a skull fracture, he's not going to be there, right? He's not going to be medically cleared to get into the building. So I, I'll i I'll go against the grain here. I'll go Randy Orton. That's my guy. I got his uh, – he had his hoodie on my wall. I'm a fan. And I bet against him on Saturday, so why not? And we're going to end the show with how we started. We started with the big dog came home, wreck everything, and leave. This Friday on SmackDown there will be a contract signing for a triple threat no-hold-barred match, which is a little redundant because there's no disqualifications in a triple threat match anyway, but I digress. Uh, the Fiends has to uh, put the Universal Championship on the line right away. His newly won Universal Championship on the line right away against former champion Braun Strowman, who will probably not attempt to cut the ring again. That backfires, <laughs> and the uh, newly returning Roman Reigns, who is undefeated in the year 2020. Ryan Joy, we'll let you off. We'll lead you, let you lead you off first. Uh, before we do, uh, like I guess I just to recap SummerSlam because we didn't get to it. Uh, that Strow tried to cut the ring up and expose the uh, the wood planks that are under it. Two Sister Abigails later, Dunzo, and then the ring-
3: get on the phone with Gargano and Champa. Yes. he was pretty slow about cutting that ring up. Had <laughs> <I was cutting laughs> that a little faster, maybe he would have gotten some offense in on the fiend, But uh, yeah, a few Sister Abigails, and he had no no uh, no momentum to kick out.
0: Nope, none at all. And then Roman got in there right away. It's the two guys that he can't stand in the more in the world. Those two guys and Brock Lesnar. Those are the three. Um, Ryan Joy, who do you got in this one?
3: Well, I'm glad you mentioned that Roman Reigns is undefeated because I wanted to tell you the three people that he's beaten. It's Baron Corbin twice and Robert Roos once. And I think this weekend makes number four as he he probably pins Braun Strowman on his way to his Universal Championship reign.
2: Wow. Okay. John DeConte, we got a new champ here? What are we doing? You know, I, I because this is Bray Wyatt's career, like I, there's no way you take the belt off a guy who just won it. But because this is the outcome that would aggravate me the most, <laughs> I, I think Roman Reigns takes it here, unfortunately.
0: That's two for Roman Reigns. All right, John Smith, are we, are we doing Roman Reigns here? Like, is this? Payback, you know, from not uh, well, it shouldn't be payback from Goldberg, but is this just him? Just well, I was supposed to get it at WrestleMania, so here we go. Uh, no, I
1: don't. I don't see Roman Reigns winning this. Actually, I think Bray Wyatt's keeping his title, and I think the reason that Roman Reigns doesn't win is because whoever somebody's gonna interfere with him specifically, and it's gonna you know turn off into a his first feud up, coming back.
0: Interesting. Any 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 predictions on who that'll be or no? He, uh, enough of Penn and Baron Corbin. I think you know, Ryan, I forgot about that, but now that I'm remembering it, all right, enough is enough. Although thank you for the dog food. <laughs> the yeah, no, I I don't have any guesses. I don't have any guesses
1: on who it could be, but um maybe it's maybe it's retribution. Maybe retribution beats him out of the building or something, and then it just comes back down to Braun and Bray.
0: Interesting. I like that theory. I'm pulling a tower right now. Like I heard that. Like I, I like that a lot better than just Roman winning. And I was thinking Roman too. Uh, so now, yeah, you know, I think Roman's gonna win, but I might train him on the Bray Wyatt. So it's probably gonna be Braun Strowman who win this. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm gonna go Bray Wyatt. I got my Firefly Fun shirt on for a reason. I'm not gonna bet against him. Um, but it's not gonna shock me at all uh, if Roman walks away as champion. I don't think he's gonna be decided. Uh, if he doesn't win, I don't think he's getting pinned. Um, I think Braun Strowman maybe uh, takes the mandible claw this time in defeat uh, instead of uh, two sister Abigails. Unless, like I said, they they have leeway to go absolutely everywhere in the building. There's no hold barred, which is you know, redundant. But, yeah, those are the four matches we have signed for payback this Sunday. I believe, Brian, is that the Thunderdome again?
3: I assume so. I don't know.
1: Everything's going to be at the Thunderdome for a long time.
3: Okay, they're going to stay there for a while.
1: They have the Amway Center or whatever for like two months or something like
0: okay, that. All right, cool. All right, so uh, I just want to pay a couple bills bills real quick before we get going. Uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that uh, the interview series on this network on the Eastern Observer and the Blackjack Media Networks um, is back and it's under a new name. Uh, The primetime rundown interview series powered by StreamYard. Joey Jarzenka will be welcoming his 34th guest on Thursday, September 3rd at 8 p.m. Again, you can watch it on all of the streaming services you watch this show on, on Facebook, on YouTube, on the I-95 Sports Network page, um, and everything else. Uh, He'll be welcoming the voice of Madden NFL 2021 and play-by-play broadcaster, for Fox Sports and Westwood One, Brian Gowden. For more information, go to the EasternObserver.com or to check out his Twitter page at Eastern Observe. And we will be back next week. Uh, same bat time, same bat channel, 6 p.m. Uh, again, on Facebook, on the I-95 Sports Week, all the, all the listings I just mentioned um, for... Uh, the interview series powered by Streamyard. Uh, special thanks for Ryan Joy coming out here today. Again, please go uh, and subscribe to the Body Slam Brigade. And I believe a congratulations is in order. 2,500 subscribers to the Body Slam Brigade. Ryan Joy.
3: Was a that's killer. Set a Slam. lofty goal that can never get. It. And by God, so please, yes, join the 2,500 other people and subscribe to the Body Slam Brigade. And follow me on Facebook, where you'll find out the result of the Marco Stunt and Jake Hager match that's happening tonight on Dark.
0: Yes, Darlene is fighting Jake Hager tonight.
3: We got times
0: on that one? It's got to be under two minutes, right?
3: Oh, yeah. I don't think it'll take Marco much longer than that to to get a win over Jake. Oh. Yeah,
0: exactly. He's going to stop out Jake Hager.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, so, uh, Ryan Joy, congratulations. Join up and uh, go to uh, minutesthebelltime.com and subscribe to the Body Slam Brigade. Um, and I have to tell you guys, and I talked to you about it, and I am going to do it. Next week is September 1st. It's going to be episode X7 of the Essential Wrestling Podcast. And for those that don't count on their calendar... Next week is 30 Weeks Till WrestleMania. So for the next 30 weeks, uh, one week at a time, I will be rattling off my top 30 favorite WrestleMania matches, not the best WrestleMania matches, my personal favorites, where you can chime in, you can make fun of me, you can call me all the names in the book for lightning matches. Some of them, a little question, about, I'll give you that right now. Some of them are actually true classics that I don't think anybody will complain about um so that'll be starting next week at the end of each show uh next week we're gonna we're gonna start off fresh we're gonna start off with number 30. my all-time wrestlemania favorites list um for ryan joy at minutes to for john smith and king kong bundy in the bottom corner of the screen for our first ever pwv champion the living legend john the County, along with bam bam i spy the jersey guy thank you so much for watching thank you so much for listening Please like us. Please subscribe to us. ministerbelltime.com ProWrestlingPick'em.com. Alexa Bliss, we
2: love you. Do you believe in miracles? <laughs> Down the county,
0: take it home.
2: Thanks for joining us. And as always, we wish you the best in all your future endeavors. I like, I like turtles. believable.